So it's something like, uh, they're the best, worst friends. Best, worst friends. Best, worst friends. With Doug and Tim. I am recording. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Best, Worst Friends, a podcast hosted by myself, Doug Koning, and... Tim Nicholson. Dude, I'm so sleepy. <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> was that, like, the energy you're going to have throughout... Or is that like the the biggest More or less. biggest energy pop? Oh, good. Well, when I I finished my like boot camp course and I just like worked my ass off for a week and How'd I it li- go? I haven't been I just haven't been able to stay awake for the last two days. Yeah, that makes it went sense. well. Yeah, I made a yeah I made a pedal board app so I can plug my guitar into my computer and use a pedal board I made. Nice. So that's kind of fun. Hell yeah. yeah. And then. On uh, Friday night afterwards, uh, me and the boys hit the town. We uh, nice. met up with them, the Zoom people for the first time. <laughs> Just got absolutely tanked at a very all the people from your program restaurant. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fun. It's all these nerdy dudes, just chugging back gin and tonics and rum and cokes and hell yeah, craft beers. <laughs> yeah. And just talking shit about stuff that's just so specific to your life. Oh, I was, absolutely. It, I was using HTML, and it's like, bro, you can't even. It's got to be <laughs> another option. I don't know. That's all I know. No, honestly, it's the wrong words, but basically, yeah. And, like, talking shit about people in the class, because we had our professor out. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's we were just fun. Ta- just talking mad shit about people <laughs> in the class. It was great. Nice. Apparently, this one dude uh, kept falling asleep. On Zoom, <laughs> just like just like lying back in his camera and falling asleep, <laughs> and then would like wake up with a start and try to get back into it. That's fun. I uh, for sure fallen asleep in uh, in a class before. Did I ever tell you about when I I took like a naval history class, and this was in my second year of uh, history in university. So I already knew I fucking didn't want to be there anymore, and I would always go to class so tired because I just didn't give a fuck. And one time I was sitting in the front row because I got there late. And uh, as I'm sitting there, I'm like typing and I'm just like, I could feel my eyes getting heavier and heavier. I'm like looking at the screen and then I like blink and I open my eyes and it's just like six lines of an E. (laughs) And then I look up and the teacher's just standing right in front of me. (laughs) I must have just like fallen asleep mid typing and then just been like E. (laughs) It's like those dogs that fall asleep in their water bowls. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) Look at me struggling to stay awake. What a fucking dumb class. What I, a dumb uh, class. I came back from from the night out with the boys, mm-hmm. which we were at one bar, and then we went to another bar, and it was just us and a table of, like, eight Indian dudes just dancing to turn down for what in this basement <laughs> bar. Yeah. One of the one of the Indian guys puked in the bathroom while I was uh, peeing nice. in there, just violently. <laughs> and then he came out and just started dancing his ass off. And as he was leaving, I was like, I heard you puke. And he's like, woo. <laughs> Hell yeah. Because we're yeah, having a time. Yeah. Respect the rally. I remember one time for Jason's birthday party a couple of years ago. This is like when we were still in London. So like maybe four years ago or whatever. Uh, Tyg and someone else were just buying like pitcher after pitcher for the table. And I was just drinking like a fucking absurd amount. And at one point I was just like, hmm, just like into my mouth. <laughs> and I was just like, hmm. And like a walk to the bathroom and then just like spit it out and fucking came back and just kept going right back <laughs> just in. Just dance your way back into the room like, hey. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
That's that's beautiful, man. Well, that's the part, very covert, very covert. Apparently, it was one guy's birthday in our program, and mm-hmm. so we sang happy birthday to him like four times. And every time we sang it to him, the bar would bring us all shots. Oh fuck yeah! No, not fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck no. Okay. The last time they brought it, we like forgot, and then they showed up with seven tequila shots for five guys at like one thirty in the morning. Oh, We're all like, "Oh my god! Oh no! Oh. What have we done?" So it was just like a solemn like doing tequila shots, and then <laughs> being like, "I have to go home." <laughs> like like when you're finishing up like the last pieces of sushi and all you can eat buffet, you're just yeah. like trying to divvy them up. That's you're my like, least favorite puke. part of that every single time. Is I love uh, so much of like all you can eat sushi, and then that last plate of you know you had a friend who couldn't finish something or a fucking idiot ordered too much of something because they thought they ordered two oh, of yeah. a roll because they thought it was just like a little piece and like twelve things came out and they're you're <laughs> yeah. like come on man. You got like eight fish here. Yeah. You're just trying to like how much you can mash up to like not get charged extra. Yeah. Absolutely. But here's the trick. You put it in the teapot. Because there's always a teapot. You just shove it in the teapot, pack that thing out, and then walk out. They're not going (laughs) to chase you. (laughs) You somehow get like 20 pounds of sushi in this fucking teapot. It's like someone just breaks their wrist trying to pick it up. I'm like, oh my God. (laughs) Yeah, it's just they crack it open. It's rice in the exact shape of a teapot. <laughs> we just, you know what the trick is? You just bring a mold for a teapot, and you break up the sushi, and you make it into a teapot, and then you just leave it on the table. You don't even have to order tea. This is That's like your. This is like your buying Hummers idea. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like, have great ideas. You buy a Hummer comes with a full tank of gas mm-hmm. and then you drive it around <laughs> until you've used all the gas up and then you return the hummer and buy a new hummer with a full t- that way you get free gas and i'm like talking it out to you thinking i'm a genius i'm like you know you lose like four thousand dollars in value the second <laughs> you drive the vehicle off the off the yeah. lot and you're staring at me the whole time i'm just like i fucked up somewhere somewhere <laughs> in this logic there is a flaw just one of those things where you're getting more and more excited about your genius, and then the person yeah. across from you is not getting any more excited. You're like, oh, <laughs> no. I made yeah. a miscalculation somewhere in here. It hurts. It hurts oh, every time. Hey, man, I went to a, a concert yesterday. Shut up. I'm not done. Okay. I'm not done, <laughs> okay? I know it seems like I'm done, because every time I, mi- I say one sentence, you have a story I that you have to tell. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Carry on, my wayward son. Uh, <laughs> Well, I thought I killed it that night. I was all, mm-hmm. like, happy. I came home, I was talking to Micah. I'm like, they were all just non-comedian, normal people, and I was crushing. Oh, was yeah. Just joke after joke, just landing, just killing it. And then my <laughs> uh, girlfriend, love of my life, looks mm-hmm. at me in my face and goes, well, are you sure it was that and you weren't just, like, being really drunk and obnoxious and they all kind of thought you were annoying <laughs> like thank you for sowing <laughs> that seed and i was like what the fuck like it ruined my whole weekend i was like listen that's also what i'm thinking i need you to tell me that that's not the case yeah yeah every time i wake up i'm like everybody hates me <laughs> and then i have to yeah. push that down yeah i just yeah it's nice to have constant remind that's probably why we're hardwired to do stand up is because we need 
actual external approval. And we get yeah. that through laughter, you know? And so it's like they fill up our approval of ourselves meter with their laughter. <laughs> also because every time I hang out with someone, the next time I hang out with them, I'm like, all right, this time I have to really be on because they obviously hate me so much from last time. <laughs> yeah. I, really I got a lot to make up for, even yeah. though they had like a nice time. Yeah. <laughs> they said a pleasant <laughs> afternoon that they barely remember. And yeah. I thought <laughs> I haven't stopped thinking about that time that I said their name a little wrong, kind of. Yeah, or you didn't get like a huge laugh oh, in yeah. conversation and you're upset. Yeah. You didn't get a snort and you're like, what do I got to do? What do I got to do? And you're like, I want to apologize. I'm actually going to go home. <laughs> all right, but, all right, so I'm done. That's the end. So we can talk about you going to uh, Our Lady Peace, right? That is what I saw. You, that you, went what to I saw. A, you went to a sweet show last night. Yeah, I went to Our Lady Peace with Brittany, and uh, parts of it were fun. Parts of it were incredibly strange. Uh, they're they're doing like this AI thing right now, so they have what like two yeah okay so they have like two human sized boxes on stage, right? Like these two big boxes, and then uh, there'll be like a hologram that pops up, and there's like talking back and forth. It's between between Ray Kurzweil and two AIs that he has created. Ray Kurzweil invented, like, the first, like, keyboard that everyone used on stage, like the Kurzweil 2500 or something, and he also did cochlear implants. But he's, like, a philosopher for, like, future and stuff like that, and he'd be, like, talking to the AI. And then that was, like, okay, because, like, whatever. It's, like, it's a heady band. actually there? No, he's in the box, like, in the hologram. Oh. So it's just, like... But it's essentially just, like, two people-sized TVs... (laughs) <laughs> talking to each other and then that's fine because like again like they do stuff like their one album was like inspired by george Shavalo. you know they had other fucking headier topics Who's whatever Shavalo. he's like a famous uh canadian boxer who like fought a bunch of the there heavyweights no back in the day canadian boxers lennox lewis uh george Shavalo. <laughs> that's my Is lennox lewis canadian yeah, he he knocked oh, out shit. Tom O'Donnell's mom. Don't you remember that story? You've never heard that on stage? No. It's like Tom, well, Lennox Lewis's first uh, knockout is like he punched out <laughs> Tom O'Donnell's mom when they were in like grade eight. Because Tom's <laughs> joke is like, yeah, so she was pregnant with me at the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's a very funny joke. It's a great bit. It's a great bit. But anyways, uh, yeah, that part was fine. Again, like whatever. They can be pretentious. It's fine. You just accept it with the artist. But at points they'd be like... Uh, like, bringing on this one girl, they were like, uh, we had the experience to, like, see this girl cover one of our songs on piano. We thought it was so beautiful. We started covering her cover of our song. And we have her here tonight to do a duet. Give it up for blah, 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 like, Julia, whatever. And then, like, everyone claps. And you're like, oh, shit, okay. At least I thought, like, oh, here we go. And then one of the fucking boxes lights up. And it's, like, a lady <laughs> playing piano on the box. I'm like, that's not really what saving I applaud some money for on the tour there, Rain Maida. Yeah, like fuck me. She's not even there. Like, what if you Couldn't did that? Fly her out. What, what if, if blah, you like blah, finished blah, your blah, song? Break. <laughs> like, what if I just played applause on my phone every time you finished <laughs> your song? I just played clapping on my phone. Is that what you want? I'm sure he'd be fine with that. It was such a weird choice, but it was like Hamilton. So he started. They started getting heckled because they were doing this AI thing. So at one point, they said. <laughs> They had, like, some video from, like, a soldier from Ukraine so they're looking for donations for something that go to them. And they Did had, like, they play specified... music during this concert? Yeah, a couple songs. Mm. <laughs> and uh, so they had that soldier come out, but before they were, like, going to show that last video, they're like, 
All right, we have one more hologram. Is that okay? Will you guys let oh, us show no. one more? <laughs> like they had to ask because like people were just like, play a song when it was yeah. just like this fucking old Ray Kurzweil guy talking to like some bald android. And you're like, yeah, that's what we paid for. Yeah, that's what we wanted to Naveed. see. Naveed. Rain. <laughs> I don't care I, about this man. We also got there kind of late because we assumed they would have like an opening act. And as we were walking up, we had to walk to like the second level balcony because that's where we were yeah. sitting, like up these ramps. We could like hear them already playing the hits. Like as <laughs> oh, we're walking shit. up, they were playing Superman's Dead. And I was like, ah, that's like my fucking, <laughs> it's like one of my favorite songs by them. That's been what had been stuck in my head all day. Oh, well, wait, they didn't have an opener? I don't think so. Maybe it was fucking, maybe they did. Maybe there was fucking more androids. (laughs) Give it up for Mick Jagger and just play like a YouTube video. Give it up for the Chuck E. Cheese band. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I loved Our Lady Peace. Yeah, man, they made some great songs. Happiness is not a fish or whatever. I love that album. Yeah. One man army on it. I can't say I've like listened to all their stuff like uh, start to finish or anything like that, but I like like the bits and pieces I've heard of their catalog. Sure, you just listen to the Ray Kurzweil stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like a new guy. I'm Spiritual <laughs> Machines too. That's what I'm into. That's uh, the album I'm right. working on right now. Oh, good for them. Yeah, I really, I really like that one weird album they put out that had like angels losing sleep on it. I remember that was a big one for me. Okay. I'll have to get more into Our Lady Peace now that Do I've it, seen man. them. But it was like kind of sad that you could tell he wasn't going for the notes in the way that he used to. Or like something that artists do that bugs the shit out of me. And um, I was talking to Brittany about like the worst concert she'd ever seen. And she said uh, this person did it. Like Justin Timberlake she saw on this Man of the Woods tour. And oh, he would, um, every time he would do, like have any songs, he would have the mic out to the crowd for like the whole song. To get the crowd to sing all of it. It's like, that's what they fucking paid you for, dumb dumb. Yeah, I, I don't want to, I didn't come here to sing Sexy Back. I can do that at home. <laughs> yeah, and I will. Yeah. This isn't my shower, Justin Timberlake. But yeah, like, uh, there's one song, uh, like, uh, Isn't Anybody Home? I think that's the name of the song. But they had, like, the mic out to the crowd for, like, the whole chorus. And it's like, nah, man, I want to fucking hear you sing the chorus. That's why uh, we're here. Yeah, I could see how them thinking that would be cool. I for a chorus, but like yeah. for every chorus of the song, you know, or like sing sing with them, you know. Yeah. Oh, he was doing weird duets with that piano girl in the in the AI box too. Like he'd be like kind of singing over it a little bit, and then there was a girl from Pussy Riot, who me and Brittany at first thought like her audio was shut off in the box because it was like just her dancing, and then her verse came in. Like a minute and thirty minutes after, or a minute, a minute and thirty and seconds 30 after, <laughs> after he fucking brought her up, or made her poof into the box beamed, or whatever, yeah, beamed her in. <laughs> Was she wearing a balaclava? No. Oh. Yeah, I don't I know, know what the ladies from Pussy Riot actually look like. I just know they're Russian people in balaclavas. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. It was a weird. It was a weird concert. It had some cool parts for sure, but sure. a little strange. Our, our Lady Peace is sick. They're like. Tragically hip for cool dads, you know? Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of older people there. <laughs> yeah. A lot all of the, older people there. All the lame dads l- listen to Tragically Hip in the backyard. All the cool dads listen to Our Lady Peace. 
You know what? I never really got into the Tragically Hip all that much, but I did go see a buddy's band one time in London, and uh, they were supposed to perform at like 8.30, and that was the night of the Tragically Hip's uh, last performance ever, so they were streaming it in the bar, so his show got pushed back to like 10.30 or 11 or something like that, and I was like, dude, you have to follow the fucking Tragically Hip. (laughs) Like That's insane. (laughs) You have to follow the tragically hip doing a whole concert. We're like fucking people in this bar, like crying, yeah, because it's like the guy, end of a fucking era. That guy on stage is—he's gonna die at the end of this show, and then you're gonna have to go up and perform your uh, hits, <laughs> <laughs> the songs you wrote in your backyard. Yeah, I hope they just did tragically hip covers or Our Lady Peace covers. That'd have been funny. For the cool That'd have been days. funny. They didn't. Yeah. They're actually—they were a really good band. They don't. They don't do stuff anymore. Actually, I think they have a new name, but I forget it. Well, I'll plug them at some point. You're welcome, yeah, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> just starting a sentence. Not really sure how that. How yeah, it's yeah. I end, just kind of like what I feel like I'm doing right now is like starting a sentence of just like paddling out to a wave, and then as I'm <laughs> paddling, I'm like, oh yeah, I don't know how to swim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh shit! Saturday night, I uh, I was on the Dark and Dirty show over at. Ooh, Comedy how'd Bar. that go? So I was like, all right, dark and dirty show. Time to bring out the darkest, dirtiest stuff I got. And the audience (laughs) was nay on board. Oh, really? Yeah. What's the darkest and dirtiest stuff you have? Just, you know it all. It's the Stephen Hawking stuff, the Gandhi stuff, and then... They don't like that? The, like, Viagra stuff, and start ended with the sex persona stuff. They didn't like any of it. Oh, weird. And And then Keith went up there... And uh, talked about his parrot, and they fucking loved it. I'm like, what's the point of even calling a show a thing? <laughs> yeah, I could have talked about my cat. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good bit, but it's not dark or dirty. It's about a pet parrot. It's very nice. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like if you're the people who stick to the theme on the show, you do not as good. Yeah, you're just an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas, like, if you're doing clean stuff on a dark and dirty show, people are like, "Ooh, what a change up!" I know. But whatever. So yeah, I did. I <laughs> I was kind of hungover still from the night before. I was nice. I bombed and went home. I was like, man, <laughs> that sucked. That always and then I went stinks. And then I went and did Father's Day, which nice. was nice. I had a good time back with the family. What'd I you do? My nephew. Um, watched the movie Silver Streak with my dad. Okay. Which I'm not sure if you remember Silver Streak. Sure but don't. One of the plot points in it is uh, Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor have to, like, sneak past the police to get back onto this train to save the woman from the villain. Mm -hmm. And their plan is to put Gene Wilder in blackface. (laughs) Perfect plan. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's a great plan. And I was was looking at my dad. I was like, show me blackface movies. (laughs) (laughs) But apparently it's fine because... Richard Pryor applied it, or it's like his no, blessing, that, or that scene was written by Richard Pryor. Oh, okay. And apparently, the producers tried to change it because there's a part in it where Gene Wilder's like trying to practice being black in the bathroom, and he's just being really horrible at it. Just yeah. <laughs> and uh, then a black guy comes in and basically says, "Like, you must be in a lot of trouble, white boy, but you need to learn how to stick to a beat." That's like his line. It's pretty funny. <laughs> and it's pretty, uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. And it's something like that. 
And, but I guess the producers wanted the sort of black guy to come in and believe Gene Wilder was black. <laughs> they thought that would be funnier. And so they were all set to do that. And then Richard Pryor walked off the set and was like, oh, I'm, not gonna d- I'm not going to do the scene or the movie if you put that in. Fuck yeah. And so he made them do it his way, where basically the only people that get fooled are goofy white people. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking like, great. Right, yeah. I guess that's I love cool, hearing it, this was about like Richard Pryor. This was Richard Pryor's big break. Yeah, He'd they never did a like bunch of stuff together this. though. They like yeah. went on to do like uh, see no evil, hear no evil, like where one of them was deaf, one of them was blind, and they both witnessed a crime, and then they're yeah. like on the on the lamb. They did one where they were in prison. Yeah, I can't remember what the um, fuck that one's called. But I think it starts with an S. It's called like it doesn't matter, but yeah, and it started with this movie because they had such great chemistry on it. But Richard okay. Pryor had only been a bit part or in, like, movies about stand-up comedy up until this point. Oh, and shit. then th- this was a big break, and he was about to be like, no, if you do that shit, I'm walking off. Fucking good for him. Yeah, man. Good for him. I love I love when people flex on uh, any sort of set or studio or anything like that. Like, one of my favorite stories from uh, the production of Young Frankenstein is that since it was made in, like, the 80s, right, they didn't want to do it in black and white, but Mel Brooks really wanted it in black and white. So uh, to like kind of appease him, the studio's like, okay, Mel, how about you film it in color and then we'll release it in black and white, but like just film it in color. And Mel's like, okay, yeah, sure, that sounds good. And then he films <laughs> the whole movie in black and white and then just brings it to the studio and he's like, well, what are you going to do? Yeah. What are you going to do? And they're like, you know yeah. the studio is going to fuck him. That's, yeah, that's oh, the 100%. whole point. What's the benefit of filming 100%. it in color? And if you've ever seen what it looks like, uh, like those scenes when they're in color, like they would have looked really bad, you know, like to get like the proper grays of like the monster on film. He had to be like really green, like almost like fluorescent green. Yeah, that's why all the Frankensteins are green when people like dress up as them in real life. Yeah. Because Boris Karloff had a big green face with bolts sticking (laughs) out the neck looking like an asshole. Yeah. Yeah, you get it. Yeah, I got you, man. Also, one thing I learned about on Father's Day was, um, like, my dad does, he teaches at the university, like, an online course. Okay. And they have something called Proctor Track, which they do so that students can take exams at home. Proctor Track? Yeah, and he was telling me about how this works, and... It is like it feels like a lawsuit waiting to happen. What is it just like is you access their camera and you're just like heavy panting? So it has to start out. In order, what the student has to do is they pick up their webcam and then they have to show their entire room that they're in. All the walls, all the desks, they have to show under the desk. And then, okay, so to make sure that nothing is there. Mm-hmm. And then they have to sit down, and Proctor Track keeps track of all the audio in the room. Mm-hmm. And if there's a strange noise, then it uh, it flags the file. If you look away from the screen, it flags. Oh God. It flags it because it's tracking your eye movement. Um, it takes a picture of your computer every. F- of your computer screen every five seconds. Dude, that's and terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it basically accesses your entire system. 
it, that's fucking it. horrifying. Because like, <laughs> yeah, there's man. no way something like that will not be abused. Yeah, like there's absolutely no way. Absolutely. Just oh and it's just. My dad's like, yeah. Apparently, it's like the best way to do it. So yeah, I, I guess. Fuck? I don't know if it it's the fucking best way. That is funny. I'd never really thought about that before. My ass off. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. You can't look away from the screen. Like, that's so weird. Yeah. And it's just the thought of sitting there writing an exam, knowing that that like is an eye just pointing at you, and like yeah. someone's watching you on the other side. Is it actually like a person? No, it's AI. It's, oh my and God. then it's like the, the perf- whoever is in charge of the exam has all of those files. And <laughs> like uh like Morgan Freeman's uh, screen on uh, <laughs> yes in the dark exactly night. in the yeah that's exactly it it's just watching three hundred people jerk off at the same time like, what the <laughs> fuck happened in this class <laughs> oh yeah we forgot to turn it off <laughs> they um and what the AI does is anytime something suspicious happens it uh-huh. notes what the suspicious thing was and then flags the file. And then it gives you a list of all the suspicious people. God damn, dude. (laughs) That's terrifying. It's the future, bro. Dude, the future sucks. The future legitimately sucks. Put it on your computer, or you can't write the exam and you fail the class. It's fucking brutal. Is there, like, would they tell you at the start of a course, um, hey, this is how we're doing exams before you, like, pay money for it? Or is it, like, at the end, they're like, sorry, you have to fucking. Fucking bend, bend the bow the knee. What what's what's the expression? Bend Take a knee. knee, bend the knee. Yeah. Take a bow. Makes, yeah. Take a bow, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Well, I think it's one of those at the beginning of every course they all go. Well, because of COVID, we will not be having in person exams. So as a result, it if you want to pass any classes, you need to do these Proctor track exams. Yeah, man, I wonder who made that software. Cause like, good deal know, for them. Cool, <laughs> but he's an yeah, awesome he's cool. dude and super fun to hang out with. Oh yeah, oh yeah, super nice guy, super nice guy. But he had a lot of friends through all of his life. Yeah, in every yeah. aspect of school and work. I bet he's not even a little bit of a peeping tom. <laughs> not even a yeah. little bit. Dude, I bet he touches boobs all the time. Oh yeah, and he touches him on the rig, virtually, virtually. Yeah, just give it time before like there's like 3D scanners in rooms and there's just like <laughs> perverts just like 3D scanning a girl's like taking her exam and just like virtually feeling her boobies the whole time. I don't know, man. I feel like those deep fakes are getting pretty close. Those deep fakes are fucked, and I legitimately feel bad for celebrities who, like, they've just happened to have had millions of pictures taken of them. Or there's, yeah. like, millions of frames of their face, like Emma Watson. So she just fucked because they can do whatever with her face because they have it literally every fucking expression it's ever shown. She was the first really big shown. one that I yeah. heard about. Yeah. And, and there's, like, the South Park guys made that Donald Trump TV show where <laughs> they basically just made him, like, a sassy gay news reporter or something, but it just looks exactly like him. And oh, they just make him so do whatever. Weird. Yeah. Bizarre. That's so strange. I heard um, there's like that Corridor Digital, that YouTube channel I watch that reviews CGI and stuff. 
they did something with a, a voice modulator where you could have like uh, audio deep fakes, which is fucking scary oh, too. So they're fuck, like fucking man. around with like a British accent and they're like just seeing who it kind of sounds like. And they're like, oh, it kind of sounds like uh, Sir Ian McKellen or whatever. So as like a joke, they would go to like whoever on their staff really liked this celebrity and they would yeah. get them to record a cameo for them. And they play it for people, and a couple of them were, like, legitimately fooled because, like, if you know how to, like, control your voice and you can, like, control the pitches and stuff, you could sound like anyone. It's, like, really scary how how good it worked. I was like, how long until you can just take someone's voice and just make them say whatever the fuck you want, you know? Should we just, like, get put our jokes into a simulation of Alexander Daddario and then... Just try to make it that way. I think that would be a better plan than going up with our own dumb faces and telling them. Maybe. Maybe that would work. Can we, we deep love fake our way into a stand-up comedy career? <laughs> Imagine you deep faked a whole special. Like deep faked an hour of you like walking around. On... What if you got like someone special <laughs> they've already recorded and then just put your face on their body and then just told awesome. your jokes to their crowd and just cut to the crowd like when... That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> That's really funny. <laughs> no one steal this. If you're listening yeah. to this, this yeah, is me gonna, and Tim's idea. We're going to record Doug at Levity and then put it over a Chris Rock special. <laughs> it's like where I'm bombing and like Chris Rock has 20,000 people in the ground. <laughs> yeah. We just put you over like a Def Jam special where people are like standing up and fanning themselves. and fucking <laughs> As I'm getting nothing. Yeah. As I'm just getting fucking crickets up there. People are just dancing. Dude, I did a show in London where this drunk guy liked me so much that at, when I would do jokes that he liked, he would just get up and started dancing. Like, at first, yeah. he was just getting up and would point at me like, yes, yes. <laughs> and then I just started saying more stuff, and he was just, like, dancing at my fucking punchlines. I'm like, this guy's my favorite. <laughs> it's like having a backup dancer just, like, in the crowd. <laughs> um, what era of Doug jokes were these? Oh, fuck. I don't even know. I think I was just talking about local shit in London, and he was just, like, eating it up. I was, like, talking about Gibraltar and Papa's Pizza and <laughs> shit like that, and he was just like, yes, yes. Have you ever heard Patton Oswalt's bit about the performing in a casino? No. How he got out there, and everyone was just completely wasted. And so all he did was for, like, an hour, he just started naming movies he was in. He would be like, Ratatouille. And they'd be like, woo. He'd be like, King of Queens. And he'd be like, ah. And then he got off stage, and the owner of the casino was like, that was amazing. <laughs> Go back and do that anytime you want. That was perfect. That's so sad. <laughs> yeah. So you could just go to London, go to the drunkest people in the city, and just start naming landmarks. Yeah. <laughs> just do that for every city. That'd be sick. Yeah, that'll be released great. the same. The special looks exactly the same, but it's just different stuff about that town each time. <laughs> Dude, I will never forget um, that time at Showtime. I was talking to my parents about this. How, like, when you go to small town shows, mm-hmm. my my dad was talking about how every small town has another small town that they hate. Yeah, it's like that joke off Corner Gas where they say the one town's name and everybody spits. Yeah, like Canada's legitimately like that. <laughs> Absolutely. And you go to Saint, you go to the comedy club in Saint Catharines, and you just say Welland, and applause. Break. Like, yeah, you're just like, it's just sort of like any sort of jibe at Welland. There's like, 
fucking fainting. There, it's like a yeah. Baptist church in there. That's and when then, you cut to the Def Jam special with people dancing around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's when they're acting like Martin Lawrence is out there in his underpants, <laughs> and um, and I was down there, and Al Val was hosting, and it was mm-hmm. one of those where the entire thing was bought out by like one group, and we're nice. which happens there all the time and makes the show super fun, yeah. and um, <laughs> and and Al Val was up there and goes, just a joke doesn't land, and Al goes, uh, oh, what are you all from Welland? And then someone in the audience goes, yeah, yeah, we are. Because <laughs> the entire place was bought out by like this Welland synchronized women's figure skating team. I love that. <laughs> One just of my favorite. a dunk and just missing. Just airballing a dunk. Which like should have been a dunk too. Yeah. Absolutely. Like nothing against them because that 100% should have been a slam fucking dunk. Applause break. Carried yeah. out of the venue. Because but that's also, what always happened. Yeah, on shame on Alval. Shame on Alval for going for the easy one. Yeah. Bah, we've all fucking done it. We've all put the word Welland in a joke. It just kind of <laughs> picks you up out of a bind sometimes. <laughs> I remember one time, dude, doing a show with Alval, and it was Comedy Carousel at a comedy bar. And the whole shtick of the show is that the audience, like, so there'd be a host on stage, and then all three comics would sit on stage, and the host would pull topics out of a hat, and it was like, oh, uh, summer vacation or something like that. And then it would, like one at a time, we'd all go up there and do a bit on the spot about summer vacation. We were given the topics about a week before. Right. So we all knew, right? And so I can't remember. doing like, that show next week. Nice. It's a fun show. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if you're listening to this, topics. you get the topics just on stage there. It's not, there's nothing. <laughs> pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, so we're all going up there. I'm pretty sure I did like uh, the fucking jerk off factory. Like got time to <laughs> lean time to you got time to cream thing. People are going fucking ape shit. Right. And then yeah. uh, uh, Tommy the Marshall was on it too. Tommy Marshall does like another fucking, you know, bit he's been doing for a while destroys. Yeah. And then Al goes up and they were just trying to like improv everything, like do what the show is actually supposed to do. Cause there's like, I'm not going to fucking read the, Things in advance. I want it to be genuine, yeah. and so they're up there like kind of riffing about it, and then not getting as much. And then <laughs> the second topic, after they didn't get as much, they're just like, "Just so everybody knows, they all got the topics like a week ago. They've written <laughs> everything." And me and Tommy are just fucking going nuts on stage because it's just like he just fucking sells us out just because it wasn't working. Like it was so fucking just funny, but like the chaos. Down of that moment like how the air in the room just like sucked out for a second and then just like burst back in and then we're thrown into the the round where it's like legitimately improv the only legitimately improv (laughs) round of the night and yeah and one of the comics the only reason they believe us is because the audience gives us the topics and so one of the one of the comics is up there and someone uh there's like you want to give her a topic everyone's kind of bitter towards us at this point right but uh Someone's just like, uh, summer, something like that. And then she's up there and she's like quiet for a second. She's like, let me think about summer. Can I talk about shoes instead? And then fucking me and Tommy are just howling again behind her because we're like, literally, this is the only one. (laughs) This is the only one where you have to be like in the moment. Yeah. Can I talk about shoes? 
You can't just be such like... Such a fun fucking show. You can't just be like, I just bought new shoes for the summer. You can't just like even, you know, start and so yeah, much like a d- quick Yeah, it's left. so easy. Oh, yeah, last summer I bought some shoes. Boom, you're in. Like, it doesn't yeah. have to be this Dude, fucking hard shoe- thing. I have to buy new shoes every summer because every winter I just step in every single puddle I find. And then, bam, you're in shoes. And then you just go. Yeah, it's so easy. Are you doing comedy carousel or off the rails? Uh, off the rails. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is a, this was a different show. Off the rails is fucking wow. awesome, though. You'll have a you'll have a good time. Is that is that legit improv? Because yes, if so, it's gonna go so bad. No, you know what? Oh Everyone thinks that, but you forget that you're you've been making things funny for your whole life. You know. <laughs> yes, I've basically been working well, on well, not the same last Saturday. Eight you bits. You make them funny last Saturday, but no, I did not. <laughs> they did not like any of them. They didn't like any of them. <laughs> Nah, really. Is this one of those things where if you listen back to it, you would have actually done okay? Can you just play the audio right now? What do we ta- what do we have time wise? Just play the audio. Uh, yeah, no, no, I don't, I don't <laughs> think so. <laughs> we should do that sometime. The just next play time, bomb e- audio. The next time either of us has like a catastrophic bomb on new no, material, we should be just play me. it. It's always <laughs> me. <laughs> nah, no, I'll do, I'll do all new stuff the, the next the time. The last time you could, you convinced me to play you a catastrophic bomb, and then you were like, "I'll do mine after." And then you played me a set that was like fine. You were no, like getting a bunch bad. of laughs in the middle. <laughs> yeah, like, and then I you made it were weird terrible, but the audience liked it. They were dumb. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Whereas I'm up there delivering hilarious jokes. These fucking Neanderthals. <laughs> they just understand. They don't understand me. You're like an yeah. artist who will be respected after his time. You got to lob off an exactly. ear and then. Write a lot yeah. of jokes in a in a mental hospital, and you'll be respected. It'll be weird mailing Micah in here because it'll just be like a return to sender thing because we live together. <laughs> <laughs> you like open it? <laughs> Finally, I've been waiting for this. Yeah, is it still on ice? I sent it on ice. <laughs> I need that. I paid for express shipping. I don't know why it <laughs> took so long. She just wakes up. Oh my god, what happened to your ear? I'm like, I'll never tell. <laughs> Happy anniversary. Oh, nice. I hope I'm one of those artists <laughs> that gets famous after I'm dead. Yeah. Who do you uh, think is, like, a comedian who got more famous after they died? Um, Like, was Patrice, o- um, but, like, Patrice O'Neal was big, but, like, was he way bigger after he died? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because death forgives all sins. All the, <laughs> all, all the reasons that people were against him when he was alive... Mm-hmm. Because you know he didn't fit in any boxes. He wouldn't play by anyone's rules. He yeah was pretty sexist guy. Um, yeah, all those reasons are all washed away when he died, and all yeah. that's left are the great jokes. So, <laughs> so I've like, never hey. understood that. Like, don't like uh, don't speak ill of the dead. Like shitty people die. Why not speak ill of them? What if someone else thinks they were good? You got to make no. They were shit. Don't be like them. Because it's rude. Nah, I think it's fine. There's up in heaven. It's, gotta, it's like, also hey. rude to be a shitty person, right? Yeah, I don't know. Some people are just <laughs> shitty. What, people yeah. can't be shitty? Preferably not. I don't know. We suck. We don't suck we that bad. We have to be good. We suck pretty hard. What do we suck do we at? I don't know. Being a person? <laughs> yeah, it's, that's pretty true. Neither of us have jobs. You can't drive. I can't ride a bike. Yeah. I. Yeah. Neither of us really have air conditioning that works. 
I have air conditioning that works. That's your air conditioning. <laughs> does that thing work? Yeah. Oh, the air works conditioner great. that I kept for myself does not work. <laughs> oh, I mean, this one does not work. It's garbage. I'm sweating yeah. to death. Yeah, I can, <laughs> yeah you're wearing sweat. a hoodie right now. I can tell. <laughs> you're sweating to death. It's not even on. It's actually not that uh, bad today. Oh, dude, I went for a hike today with Brittany, and uh, we saw so many awesome little animals. I've never seen so many chipmunks in my life on this trail. We must have seen, like, at least 20 chipmunks. Were you just out there crazy. in the like, woods singing, and they were climbing up on your hands? Oh, my God. That's what ah. it felt like. And it's so funny that, like, uh, there's signs everywhere that's like, don't feed the animals. But the animals obviously come to the trail because they've been fed so much. And I love <laughs> yeah. that, like, there's just people there taking photos with, like, these, like, sniper lenses on their cameras. And there's just, like, this little old lady walking by with her Nikon camera. And she's just sprinkling seeds on this really <laughs> cool, like, wood thing because she wanted to take pictures with chipmunks up there. And I just love the idea of, like, an old lady just being like, fuck your rules, just, like, putting <laughs> seeds no but one it, tells it, me not to feed Gregory. It was fucking awesome. There was like these um, weird uh, swans that at one point the swans are like they're all floating in the water. Like there's three of them. And then two of them, they like arch their wings up weird. And then all of a sudden just like start floating like no other movement. They just like propelled like little water rockets. It was hilarious. It was like they're both doing the Naruto run through the water <laughs> with, like their fucking wings up so <laughs> dumb and then one was just floating with like one leg in the air so these guys are cool man <laughs> it was a fun hike it was were a good just time. high in the woods i wasn't even that high i was just loving fucking nature good for you and man. then you know what's funny is you would see like a bunch of chipmunks and then you kind of get used to them and then you would see a squirrel and be like oh my god because it's like the <laughs> biggest thing <laughs> compared to like fucking chipmunks oh one of the one of my one of the best moments of my life that involved a squirrel was, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's a weird, yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Was in Victoria Park, because everybody feeds the fucking squirrels in Victoria Park. Mm-hmm. There was a guy over there just, like, chucking peanuts when we were there. And yep. there was this, and so they expect people to feed them. And at one point, I, like, put my hand up on sort of, like, the hip of my jeans and I just started scratching it, just, like, mm-hmm. scratching my jeans like that. And then I felt this squirrel cl- start climbing up my leg. And I looked down, and there's a squirrel just looking up at me like, what's in the hand? <laughs> <laughs> and he's just, he's sat on my leg for, like, probably 10, 15 seconds before he ran away. Did you get mugged by a squirrel? <laughs> I didn't have anything. <laughs> also, I could take a squirrel. But, <laughs> no, he, but I don't know. I got climbed. That felt pretty good. I enjoyed that. I was communing was cool. with nature. It's the closest I've been to Snow White. Yeah, we like we walked by this one dude on this like uh, wooden bridge over this gully that was just holding his hand out and had a cardinal on it that was just dude, like that, eating bird seed out of his hand. That, that guy that's a fucking superhero. Cool. Yeah. Did, did you feel like a dipshit for not bringing bird seed? A little bit. Well, it said don't feed the birds. Yeah, look at you, Mister. Don't feed the, the wildlife. On trails, I feel like it's nice to follow the rules. Like, I don't, like, <laughs> anybody who who litters on a trail is just a piece of shit. Who, like, well, goes yeah. out, out of their way to, like, go on a hike, go into nature and experience nature. And they're like, and I'll leave my fucking empty box of Tim Beebs right here to be memorialized forever. Like, you're just an asshole. Carry it around. That's your, that's your cross to bear, that empty that, Tim Beebs box. That's very true. But... <laughs> 
Don't feed the animals is a dumb rule. Yeah. Don't, don't feed them like pizza. Don't be a monster. Don't like, give <laughs> you them know a what? taste for gummy worms. <laughs> I said that same thing. I was like, don't fucking feed them pizza. And then Brittany kind of looked at me because like, whenever she has leftovers, she throws them out back of the dumpster of her place because she loves raccoons. And she wants oh, that's to feed different. the raccoons. That's different. <laughs> yeah, that's Those, what that's... I said. I was like, those are little trash compactors. That's all they are. Yeah. They're, they're furry garbage like... cans. It's like giving your, they're like the animal version of the homeless. It's like giving them your leftovers is nice. Yeah. They're not even, they're not even in nature. They rejected nature to come eat trash. Did I ever tell you about when I lived in Etobicoke? Remember when you like helped me move in and there was just like thousands of Doug Ford signs everywhere and I was like, this is a scary neighborhood. It was like in North Etobicoke. I don't remember that. It was. Uh, I helped you move into a place in North. Are you sure it was me and not Ty with his pickup truck? No, no, no. This was for sure you. It was like in your sedan. It's when I did that student rental. Remember when I. Uh, their oh, yeah. It was like tits and ass. Yeah. No, no, no. This was like four dudes. This is a different one. Oh, but, uh, anyways, I was one time like sitting on my computer, and my computer uh, desk was right beside the window. And I'm just like watching something on my computer, and I look over to my left, and I'm just staring at a raccoon. <laughs> like at face level, just staring in my window, and I'm like, ah! and the raccoon's like, ah! and then I'm like scared to go even near my window because I didn't want him to like freak the fuck out and rip the screen and kill me. And uh, so I'm looking up what are like natural predators of the raccoon, and I see that one is the mountain lion. And so I look up a mountain lion noise on YouTube, and I just put it really loud, and it fucking roars, and the raccoon's just, like, looking at me like, what the fuck is that? Because it's lived in fucking Etobicoke its whole life. <laughs> Has no idea what a mountain lion sounds like. And I just had to wait for him to fucking get bored and then walk away so I could close the window. I really like the idea of you and the raccoon having the same posture, just eating snacks. Yeah, but just fucking hunched over. I'm watching YouTube. He's watching me. Just yeah. He's looking through just the window. stuff. Like, I love this fat guy show. <laughs> I love this episode. Yeah. Fat guy gets scared, stares at me for a while. <laughs> it's a great episode. I love you just playing mountain lion noises. The raccoon's like, what? Yeah, just like literally no difference. In his life. It's like when we had a pigeon problem when I was a little kid, and then I threw up some uh, rubber snakes because I thought that would scare them away because I read online it would scare them. And then it, like, scared them as much as, like, anything being thrown at a bird would scare it. Like, two kind of fluttered away, and then they immediately just started, like, pecking at them and, like, pulling them apart and, like, whipping them around the roof. And I was like, oh, for (laughs) fuck's sake. Just give them a toy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Now these are my fucking 300 pet pigeons. You just think oh, that man. pigeons are that dumb that they can't tell the difference between a real <laughs> snake and a rubber snake? Yeah. I don't even think I took, like, the plastic tag off one, which I, like, realized as I threw it, I could, like, see the little loop, and I was like, ah, oh, fuck. That's not going <laughs> to sell the illusion very well. Yeah, it's got the price tag on there. It's a real, wait a minute, this thing was 99 cents. <laughs> I love animals that are confident outside a window. Oh, yeah. Like, there are these squirrels that sit outside of my window and there's nothing that my cat wants more than to scare the shit out of these squirrels. Uh, does she She'll make any like, weird noises? Yeah, she like hisses and she throws her body against the window screen as hard as it'll go. Oh my god. And, Anchovy. And, yeah, and the squirrels <laughs> just sit there and look at her like what the fuck are you going to do? 
just they're like babies, and he was looking at her like you suck. Like like taunting her. Feel Do bad. you think like I should open the open like, the screen one day? Yeah, you've had anchovies since she was a kitten, right? Uh, like one ish. Okay. She's Do you like think she teen. has like some like uh? some bloodlust predator in her that would be able to take them out? Or do you think she's, like, just too much of an indoor cat? Nah, I think she could fuck them up. But I think yeah. all cats just have that. Have you ever like, seen an animal, like, or had a pet fuck up another animal oh around yeah. your property? Like, my dog, my dog Nika the husky, I once let her in, out in the backyard because she was freaking the fuck out to get out there. And there's a bunch of pigeons sitting out there. And there's, like, maybe three of them. And they flew away, and one was, like, maybe five feet off the ground, and she jumped up and fucking caught it in the air. Yeah. In her mouth. And I was just like, Nika! <laughs> and she looked at me and just, like, dropped it. And it just kind of, like, <laughs> fluttered its wings, and then it's kind of laid there. Yeah. And this was, like, before I was going to school, I was just letting her out, so I just yelled up the stairs to my dad. It's like, Dad, burn the backyard. Just pick it up before you let her out. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is your problem. But Huskies are assassins, dude. We had... Um, she was scary when she wanted to be. Yeah, we had a husky named Dina, who was like a she was a reserve dog. She looked like a coyote. I'm pretty sure she was named Sick. after a character on Two Guys, a Girl in a Pizza Place. I'm remembering <laughs> that right. Um, but um, well, speaking of catching birds, my sister had her out on a walk, and mm-hmm. my sister was like talking to her friend, and she said she turned around, and Dina was just sitting in the exact same spot, but with a pair of bird legs sticking out of her mouth. What the fuck? Yeah, just <laughs> silently caught one out of midair. My sister just assassin. screamed, and yeah. <laughs> also, she would every once in a while you would hear out of the backyard, just like, <laughs> and you'd look out, and she'd caught a vole, and she would like bat it around, and then grab it and throw it across the yard alive. <laughs> like she like wouldn't kill it. Yeah, she, and then she would go and grab it and like. Bat it around some more and then toss it back up in the air. And every time she tosses it, I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> Just sounds like mini-me. Yeah. <laughs> and she was a horrible, she always wanted to dig them, like dig holes and hide them. But she was horrible at hiding them. So she'd make, she'd literally get like a square chunk of dirt and make like a lean-to over the side <laughs> of this vole. So it just looked like it had a blanket on. It was horrifying. Oh, shit. Killed a raccoon one time. What the fuck? Yeah. Well, she almost killed it. My <laughs> dad. Um, we just heard just like a fight in the backyard one Saturday morning. And my dad ran outside and just, Dina was just fucking up this raccoon. <laughs> and my dad pulled fucking her jab. off. Jab, jab, jab. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know how raccoons fight, but they have tiny hands and dumb fat bodies. So I assume not great. I would assume like a lot of eye gouging. Yeah. <laughs> they got fingers like nope, <laughs> right away that's what I would do if I was a raccoon something yeah. huge was coming towards me bah just right in the eyes raccoons as a species often go for the nostrils <laughs> <laughs> just sink both their fucking claws in it be great <laughs> they, they fashion spears out of twigs and they run across <laughs> the backyard little rocket <laughs> raccoons yeah with <laughs> weapons that's what Redwall was based on um <laughs> But my dad pulled her off, and then the raccoon, he said the raccoon was just, like, slowly, like, crawling towards the back. <laughs> and my dad had a realization, he was like, oh, I probably should have let 
the dog killed this raccoon. Yeah, finish it off. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> he just kind of had to stand there and wait like the three to five minutes until this raccoon died of its injuries. <laughs> He's just like, oh, man. The whole time the raccoon's like reaching out to him with his human like hand, like, <laughs> please kill me. <laughs> Ian, please. <laughs> like, I beg yeah. of you. <laughs> don't tell my wife. <laughs> or oh tell man. my wife? I don't know. That's Either wild, way. man. Yeah, I don't know. We And she also killed a bunch of bunnies. I wanted to call oh her Lucky God. because before we had a name for her, she killed a bunny. I wanted to call her Lucky because it's like a rabbit's foot. I thought that was fun and ironic. Oh, that's kind of funny, yeah. Yeah, my, f- my family was not on board. <laughs> so honestly, she killed like four bunnies in our backyard to mm-hmm. the point where it took. How long do you think a bunny generation is? Like four years? Is it even that long? Like two like, years? Don't bunnies like grow like real fast? Is that the whole yeah. point? Like bunny, like fucking like bunny rabbits. They have like so many kids, and the kids are like yeah. That's super their fast. only. That's their only defense mechanism is fucking aggressively and coming fast. Yeah, well, um, that's worked for me so far. So, <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, <laughs> um, but yeah, it took I don't know ten to fifteen bunny generations for them to come back in the backyard God because damn. it was just became like a they would tell their children, "Don't go in that backyard. <laughs> There's a monster, and it'll kill you." That's where El Diablo lives. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> she would just sit perfectly still. And silently, and stare up at the tree that the squirrels lived in mm. for hours, like, and not move a single muscle, just yeah. hoping a squirrel would slip and fall. <laughs> so hoping just one would fuck up. She's just like out there, like make a mistake, yeah, make a mistake. They would, they would go from the tree, hop to the fence, run along the fence, and then get in the neighbor's on the neighbor's fence, and then they were gone. So she'd just <laughs> sit and just wait. And I was a kid, I was like, this is upsetting. <laughs> like, yeah. She's just like wanting to murder so bad she's wasting a whole afternoon. <laughs> like, there's food yeah, it's inside. Like your cute, it's like your cute little pet, and you're like, no, let's go play. Stop <laughs> yeah. trying to kill. <laughs> she did not play. All she did was murder. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> she was the worst. We switched back to labs after that. That's fair. How many dogs have you had in your life? There's one I don't remember. Okay. Who's an old basset hound named Misty Morning Lady. Who? That's a hilarious name. My and parents. A cool dog. She was an old show dog. My parents had to give her away because she kept biting my sister on the ass. <laughs> I was too young to remember Misty Morning it's Lady. It's a fucking show dog. It's, you know, competition. <laughs> it's competitive. Yeah. She's like, you think that kid's cute? Yeah. Um, I'll show you cute. It's just voguing <laughs> over in the corner. <laughs> the dumb basset hound body. <laughs> um and and then we got Farley, who was a uh, nice. German Shepherd Lab Cross. He was great. Oh, he yeah. was like my childhood dog. And then we wanted him to live longer, so we got Dina as a puppy to try to help him live longer. But she just yeah. tortured him, and he hated her, and <laughs> that was his rest of his life. And then <laughs> after Dina, they got Benji. Benji was around for a few years before he got cancer. All dog stories end tragically. Yeah, like like most dog stories end with me coming home from school and finding a dog. Yeah, <laughs> it was just horrifying. And then we knew the vet, 
which by the way, my parents' vet was two doors down from a Chinese food restaurant, so little little racist Tim was uh, really <laughs> having a field day with that one. And um, <laughs> and the vet would come to our house and just put like my childhood, the family dog, in like a garbage bag. And throw him over the shoulder like Santa Claus, and then walk oh out the front God. door with him, like fucking anti Santa Claus, <laughs> Santa <laughs> <Exactly>. Claus. <laughs> <laughs> and then Judd, they've had Judd for seven years, and that guy's my buddy. Nice. He's a. Uh, I saw him this weekend. He's getting old too. I'm gonna. I'm expecting a phone call. He's like ten. He's just got like a real yeah. old lab face. He's got a yeah. weight problem. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. Been How about you, man? there, Judd. <laughs> <laughs> Still there. Still yeah. there, Judd. <laughs> he has no self control. Is I'm like, I told too, you about uh fucking I ate three uh, burgers today. So you had three burgers today? I had a Explain burger. For three burgers and then we'll do plugs and we'll get the hell out of here. Alright. Alright. Uh so I uh, for breakfast I had a leftover burger from the <laughs> night before. What was on and that burger? That, what are we talking uh, about? Just just cheese, ketchup, mustard. It was a breakfast burger. I'm not, okay, not cracking yeah, an yeah. egg on it. Um, simple, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And then not including the three burgers for lunch, I had a hot dog. Um, <laughs> and then when I left. So you London, basically you spent your whole day at a barbecue. <laughs> yeah. A one man barbecue. No one else was eating this. But me. Dude, instead of one man <laughs> army, like a fucking picture of you with like straps of like hot dogs across your chest. <laughs> one man barbecue. That'd be tight. All right. Sing one man barbecue. I can't. <laughs> Don't put me on the spot like this. <laughs> like a one man Bobby. I um <laughs> and then Oh okay. Did they didn't do that song. Or they did it before we got there. Yeah, I, I guarantee <laughs> you they opened with it. Oh, fuck. It's it was a, a fucking hit, dude. Um and then uh and then when I left London, I had a chicken buddy burger from NW at like the first pull off there because I was feeling snacky. Yeah. And then You gotta you I, gotta keep those cows in. When you're on Absolutely. the road, you know. I told you I was sleepy. I needed, yeah. I needed fat. Um, <laughs> and and it then works. at that at that little off ramp near Hamilton, I went to KFC and got a famous chicken sandwich. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Fuck yeah! I had Which, Burgers uh, Priest this weekend. It's fucking really good. You ever had it before? I have. Yeah. Did you get the Burgers Priest? No, I got the Holy Smokes. They all have fun names. I wanted to go secret yeah, menu, and then the secret menu names. wasn't in the restaurant. I didn't want to pull it up on my phone. So you had like I a didn't. bunch of crazy stuff called like Judgment Day that was like a burger between grilled cheese sandwiches or like a patty between two portobello deep fried cheese filled mushrooms. Are, my mouth was watering saying that. I barely got through the <laughs> sentence. It's <laughs> how fat I, I am. Are secret menus a real thing, or are, you, or are people just like a piece of shit? And it's one of those where you go to a restaurant and you're like, do you have ham? Do you have cheese? Yeah, I thought so. Make me a ham and cheese sandwich. Have you ever been with someone who did something like that? Like ask for something off menu? Uh, Yes, but they did it by accident. Would they ask for like a McChicken at Burger King or something? Or No, they asked for the they asked for a bruschetta pizza because the bruschetta was next to the pizza menu. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then they're like, okay. And then they just put a bunch of bruschetta on some pizza dough. <laughs> I was like, actually, sounds pretty. Sick. It's just like an extra large order of bruschetta. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was not. It was not cheap. <laughs> it was on oh, Valentine's yeah. Day. It was pretty fun. for sure. <laughs> but, um, yeah. So, are secret menus real? Or I don't like is, this. Or are you like just Brittany like showed me the dick? menu 
on her phone and it said like secret menu. So I clicked on it and I was reading all of them. There's like a judgment day. That was like that thing I explained. There's like the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Well, that, that was like, pretty I neat. worked at a McDonald's and people come in and order McGangbang and we'd be like, we're not doing that. What? Well, I always just ordered the stuff separately. I'm not going to. Yeah. I never ordered because it's like embarrassing. Though. I'm like a fucking kissless virgin being like three McGangbangs. Like, I don't want to do that. Half a dozen burgers. <laughs> Half a dozen burgers. Half a dozen burgers. Goat coding. That'll be like my equivalent of uh, Rain Maiden not being able to hit those notes anymore. Is me not being able to hit <laughs> half a dozen yeah, burgers. Half a dozen burgers. Yes. You have to be like Robert Plant. You pitch it down. There's like half a dozen <laughs> burgers. <laughs> no, no, it's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. No, play the. If you can't do it, Robert, stay home. We'll get Adam yeah. Lambert out. Yeah, Bobby, the fuck yeah. out of here. Your bluegrass album sucks. Didn't it win a Juno? I thought it won a no, Juno. No, it won a Grammy. One. Who, who wins a Juno? Oh, okay. It won the album yeah. of the year. Really? Yeah. Bullshit because albums win Plant album or? of the year all the time. When's the last time you listened? There was like a Corinne Ray something. She's like a avant-garde jazz cellist who won album of the year one year. And it, everyone's like, okay, I guess. We're not listening, but good for you. How do they... St- what kind of how many people are on the board that pick album of the year? At least five. Is that a joke, or you know that it's at least <laughs> no, five? That's, <laughs> uh, it's a joke, but it's probably at least five. I don't know. Like, I wonder how do you even get that job of like, is it just for a long time? Like, yeah, you were really right about that album. That was really good. <laughs> I'm sure you it's should, just a you bunch should of pick the Junos. <laughs> you should pick the Grammys. Whatever. God, who brings up Junos? I don't because we live here, man. Are you, I guess maybe if you we start talking Gemini's about shit more. Of Oscars? No, because I didn't even know those were a thing. I thought that was uh, a, what do you call oh. it? A uh, fucking astrological sign. It is. <laughs> I didn't know it was an award as well. <laughs> yeah. Is it TV it's and movies or just Canadian movies? I don't. Know. Is it like a fucking fifteen-minute award ceremony every year? No, I think it's the Emmys <laughs> and the Oscars, so everyone can get together and give Kim Kim's convenience some stuff. Oh, okay. Or like Shit's okay. Creek, or um, Son of a Critch. <laughs> That's all we have. That's all we have. Yeah. It's so weird to me that like Canadian entertainment, they don't make like darker stuff because if you think what's really popped from Canada in the last decade. That like really struck a core of people like uh, Trailer Park Boys, Kenny versus Spenny, you know stuff like that. Like yeah, it's like fucking cult classics, you know. Yeah, but that's not how they want. But that's not how the government wants Canada to be perceived by the world. Yeah, that's so fair. they're not going to put any money into it. Yeah, the, what they want lame. is like yeah, what the Canadian government wants. Which no offense to anyone who makes these shows, but mm-hmm. we've had a ton of them. Is like a very nice immigrant family goes mm-hmm. into a community, and, and it's they have to l- <laughs> and they have to learn about each other. Yeah, and that's the show. Okay, what's our Canadian TV show? Let's say we just become corporate shells, and we're like, we can dis- manufacture a show that CBC would just be creaming their jeans about. What are you oh, gonna I, pitch a show about? I wrote one. Uh, I was obsessed with this for a while, and okay. I, I I wrote an episode of one 
it was probably like four, three, four years ago. Fucking for it was when we were living in that uh, shitty house. Okay, yeah, the comedy and house. Yeah, yeah, it's about, um, it's about like a, a Latino Latinx whatever the thing is family yeah. moves to PEI, <laughs> and they open like you know some sort of store. Yeah. There, and uh, Marito Lopez Lopez plays the uncle. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, and uh, and then it's about like the kids going to the high school, and they like teach the PEI kids about like fish tacos or something. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. And, yeah, it would have been a whole. And Marito was gonna rap in it. It was gonna be a whole thing. Marito oh, was man. gonna like. He was going to become the king of the, like, awkward white wannabe rappers of PEI. <laughs> Fuck he yeah. He was going to be the comic relief of the show. Yeah, I had a, I had a whole thing planned out. Yeah, that'd be great. Speaking of Marito, uh, he just released an album called Beautiful Poppy. You should go check it out wherever you get albums. I don't yeah, know if I it's on Spotify. It's but not on Spotify. I tried to find uh, it today. Maybe, but just, maybe just buy it then, guys. He's yeah, real funny. Just go buy it on Bandcamp. As a man who spent about... $25 today on various burgers along the stretch <laughs> of the 403. Um, just spend a few bucks and buy his thing. It comes out in the wash. It's really not that big a deal. Yeah, just go it's buy less it than bank. half of what Tim spent on burgers today, and he had a hot dog. I didn't have to add that last <laughs> yeah. part. I just and a to. free burger. <laughs> and a free burger. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was Shit is so expensive does. these days now, man. It's fucking... We've talked about inflation before. I just sound like an old man. I can't just keep complaining about stuff. Timmy, do you want to do plugs? Okay. You go first. I don't have mine. I don't even know if I have that many. Also, I don't think I have anything. I I took so much. I just didn't book anything over the week that I had. Um, that I was doing that course, that project. I, yeah, yeah. I need to start trying to book stuff again. Yeah, I also have to get better at that. I'm also working a lot this week on setting up for the Arkells concert. So that'll be long days. I don't know why I'm plugging that right now. It doesn't really make a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. uh, Tuesday, June the 28th, they'll be headlining uh, Taps. I'm fucking leaned in so far. Hopefully I'm not like this the whole time. Oh, God you are. damn, my forehead's big. Look at that! <laughs> oh, my God! It just keeps going! Oh, no! Yeah, oh, dude. Oh, my God. Fuck me. I never got a time to be, like, skinny with, like, a full head of hair. It's fucking... I'm not or, even skinny now. Yeah. I don't... Or I also skinny. don't believe you ever had a full head of hair. <laughs> Fuck, man! Why would you tear me down? This is like your girlfriend tearing you down, what you were talking about. <laughs> uh, call back. All right. Uh, yeah, so June 28th, they'll be headlining Taps, Apps, and Laughs in uh, Niagara Falls, I believe. Come out to that. That's my only real show in the next couple. Of, I'm on a pirate ship on July 11th. If you're in Toronto, come out to that. That'll be oh tight. fuck! I've been on that pirate ship, not to dude, do comedy, but to ride around on it. Dude, I'm stoked to do shows on a pirate. All I want is pictures on a pirate ship. I've you know, the second I saw this show years ago, I messaged a guy being like, "I would love to do this show. I don't care in what capacity. I want to be on a pirate ship." Like I used to have my language on Facebook set to pirate for years, years. Because I thought it was funny to, like, you'd block someone who would make them walk the plank or, like, send them to Davy Jones' locker, Friggin shit like that. Um, <laughs> when I went on the boat, Mike and mm. I were going to a friend's birthday. <laughs> and all they said was, they're, like, her rich friends. 
and all it said was that his girlfriend booked a private boat tour <laughs> around the lake. Yeah. And we're like, okay. So we showed up. I was wearing fucking cobalt blue chinos and a nice mint button down I got oh from yeah. Moore's Clothing for Men. Oh, yeah. She was in a nice, like, bright red jumper with some blue heels. Mm-hmm. We looked, we were decked out. <laughs> and then her f- friend, other friends show up and they're in, like, shorts and a t shirt. <laughs> and we're like, all right, one of us is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and then the pirate boat starts to pull in. And Mike nice. and I see it coming from across the lake. And we're like, oh, that's definitely the fucking boat, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> and it just keeps getting closer. And, yeah, sure enough, we were having the birthday on the pirate boat. And the private bar or the fully stocked bar that they talked about was a lady sitting on a step next to a cooler with some ciders in it. <laughs> and <laughs> and it was a very nice evening, but Respect. we're so overdressed. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, And then... My plugs are I'm doing Off the Rails at Comedy Bar on Saturday. Nice. The 25th. And then the 28th, Kyle was uh, nice enough to reschedule me for uh, 5 for 5. So. Oh, nice. I did that on Tuesday. It was a lot of fun. It was the only yeah. show I did in Toronto that was fun this week, and I was there three times. Because I went there on Wednesday, and it was canceled when I got there. Because there was literally no one there except for the bartender. At Comedy Bar? No, it's at Tonight Bar. And then yeah, on tough. Thursday, I was doing a show Wait, AJ was putting show? on. Sure. I think so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was real bad to come to. And then where the was, second. Uh, where's the show AJ was putting on? Dude, I can't even tell you the name of the bar. It's just like this weird bar with like just a couple drunks from the bar there, but they didn't really give a shit about us. Just classic so, stuff, you know? That feels classic, good. Dude. You said, send your feels emails good. tomorrow morning. Oh, yeah, it's Tuesday tomorrow, eh? Fuck, yeah. I will. I will. That's a All good right. plug. That's a good plug. Any comedians listening to this, send your emails. Uh, don't. Tuesday. No, don't. If you're a comedian listening yeah, to this, send them on Wednesday. Emails. Don't email anything send on Tuesday. Wednesday at midnight, a.k.a. Yeah. Thursday. All yeah, right. That, w- that would really help us out to try to get on these shows. That'd be sick. Yeah, because we're emailing to get on shows we have not got on. I got on one. I did Yuck Yuck's Amateur Night a couple weeks ago. Crazy fun. Oh, nice. They brought a bunch yeah? of people out. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Okay. Well, I'll email. I, I promise I'll email. Okay. Do you want to end it? Yeah, sure. I'm excited to post this entire video of your forehead. Sick. Ah, oh, dude, I'm so upset. Brittany actually <laughs> cut my hair today. She did a pretty good job. It's great. The way the light's coming in, it's just on your forehead. <sighs> yeah, I know. I fucking... I <laughs> Look at that. That's horrific. It looks, like a, it looks like the sunrise coming over a fucking peak. Oh, my God. That this is, is beautiful. Awful. I'm glad you decided to wear the hoodie today. Thank you. I know. I feel like I, I look like fucking Count me. Olaf in this video. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sakes. God damn it. <laughs> All right. I'm going to hit uh, stop now. Goodbye, everybody. All right, bye, everybody.